What's up, guys? Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast, episode five. We're getting there, guys. Yes. <laughs> Dad, are you guys just going to fucking leave me on this like, island? I, deli- I don't know if Christian was in a daze, but I, I deliberately daze. decided in my head, I'm just going to stare at Wit. Well, I was looking at his <laughs> face. <laughs> I was looking at his face, and I was like, did I say something? <laughs> I just thought it would be fun to look at him like, you're fucking it up right now. Yeah. You were <laughs> really fucking this intro Episode up. five? Yeah, good one, buddy. Yeah. You can count. Great. <laughs> the most unreasonable <laughs> critic. Good job. What's up, guys? Oh, good uh, for you. <laughs> Who says what's up, guys? Ugh. You, if you want to do it again, I'm okay with that. Um, I could probably do it if you want to like pass the baton to someone with a little more panache. Little, little panache. All right, we can start over. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fifth episode of huh? Oh Dear the Pop. <laughs> Jesus, Bob Christian, is there a woo that was here? so good? That was so good, and now it's ruined <laughs> by you PK. bleeding everyone's ears. <laughs> Sorry, that was weird because you're like you 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 were like leaning over like you're about to fall asleep, but you yeah. made this shriek of a noise. <laughs> Uh, What's going on, everybody? Fifth episode of the Oh Dear Podcast. Christian, do you want to try one? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, I would. All right. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Terrible. Nah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got that bit quick. <laughs> we were on, we, that's, we were yeah, on the same wavelength. <laughs> you know what's funny is when I entered, I was like, let Christian try. I was sincere, and then I just thought, well, what would be really mean to do? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, we have a good one for you today, guys, uh, but we're going to tell you where we're going to be. So, Brett, you want to start, buddy? Uh, this weekend, I'm in Kansas City. Oh, we yeah. We have four shows in Kansas City, co-headlining with Jordan. It's just my brother, Jordan Raybold, stand-up comedian, great guy, funny comedian. Uh, four shows in Kansas City. Info for the shows is on my Instagram, at Raybold. Just go to tour. There's like a button. Click that. Buy the tickets. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rail Brothers, on YouTube. We work very hard on the sketches. And we, by YouTube standards, don't have any subscribers. So please go. That's me. You guys, next. Christian. Hey, Christian here. Uh, I'm going to be in New York this week and Connecticut next weekend. Go to ChristianDuranComedy.com for all the dates. Uh, if you guys want to check out a show, please go and do that. Look me up on Instagram, Christian Duran Duran on Instagram. See uh, Duran Duran on Twitter. Check out. I also have another podcast called the Future Hall of Famers Podcast. Uh, which, uh, if you want to go back, you can hear the inception of this podcast on the very first episode of that one with the three of us who are on there. Wow, oh, yeah. that um, is going to be in. That's going to be a times capsule. Yeah, NASA exactly. shoots into Man, space. I forgot that. But one. this week, there's going to we're going to be talking about Avengers, Avengers Endgame. It's a geek fucking comic book shit and, podcast and, and star wars they talk about star and wars. star wars i was thinking with star wars i think that every person in america would love every star wars movie if they just liked star wars as much as i do what that's do all it would take if you had the expectations right. that i had oh, going I into a star saying. i like star wars just fine but i i'm not like married to it being a good yeah. movie so i just go watch a star wars movie i'm like oh that was cool yeah everybody would love star wars if they liked it as much as me yeah uh, that's really all I have to plug, guys. Just that bit idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just that premise. It's a, I see your idea. It yeah. is a funny idea. Point, yeah. Sorry I didn't give you any fuel because no. I didn't know what you were saying. It's fine. 
Um, and it's just very not worded how it needs to be worded. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. Uh, Whitmer87. and uh, Check it out. Whitmer had a clip go viral <laughs> in the process of going viral right now. Yeah, I know. It's doing pretty good. We, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, sorry to interrupt you, no, but you, you had 120 upvotes on a video, on our videos. It's, 200, it's now 260, bro. 260. Let me do a refresh right now. Yeah. Uh, bitch, it's at... 294. Whoa. So that's shit. pretty cool. So it could really get, yeah, you know, we'll tens see. of thousands of views. It has like 6,000, almost 6,000 views now on YouTube. Uh, anyway, yeah, check out my YouTube channel and my Instagram, Nick underscore Whitmer, and Twitter, Whitmer, Nick Whitmer. Yeah, just let's look me up. I'm but just going to. importantly, guys. Uh, is it okay if I just read a comment? <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just go with one. Yeah, no. Just, I'm going to pick a random one because, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, this comedy just routine belongs comment. on our cringe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any comment will do. Um, nope, yeah, just okay. Any, okay, I'll do one more. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we'll... I don't get it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Um, awesome. Anyone? Just doing, no, no, Dude, one. I love my fans. <laughs> uh, fat and gay. Whoa. How do they, wow. know, how do they know the right. second one? I get yeah. the first one. Well, I posted that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Um, uh, anyway, guys, like and subscribe and everything to the to my stuff. But also, guys, uh, oh, dear, um, whatever podcatcher you're using, please give us five stars. Um, also, if you'd like, uh, you could donate to the show um, at uh, anchor.fm slash oh, dear. Uh, donations go back into the show. We're trying to buy some uh, camera equipment to make this also a video show. So any contribution would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but other than that, guys, thank you so you much for listening. Can I say one stars? more thought? Yes. Before you wrap this up, and maybe I'm now just podcasting again. <laughs> is uh, it's kind of funny that we're like, man, these homeless guys are begging too much. Anyway, donate to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we talked about homeless guys yes. too. That's the other. Uh, one. Anyway, anyway, please do give us five stars. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Right? Is that all? It uh, yeah. I think so. Enjoy the show, guys. Jude of royalty free oh. rap tracks. That Boy. is literally, you know what? I was, because while I was playing, I was like, this is good. It is very Dude, good. It is I good. am not going to tire of that song because I'm only going to hear it once a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like when you like a song a lot and you listen to it. Five times in a row. Yeah. You've already, that's five listens. That yeah. costs like $28 on this website that lets you play it royalty God. free. God bless best, that artist. Best 20 bucks I ever spent. 28 we, bucks I ever spent. We were talk Before we got on the mic, we were talking about uh, getting a camera, and I wish there was a camera to record Brett's face while he was enjoying that song. <laughs> <laughs> he was just silently, <laughs> eyes closed, like He had the white, white man's overbite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> the white man's overbite. That sounds like a dramatic novel. <laughs> you know what I mean? You didn't it's, read White Man's Overbite? No, I never Dude, read the it white. It was Orwell's book before 1984. Yeah. It was so good. Well, that was the sequel to The Caucasian's Burden. <laughs> it's the white man's overbite. And boy, do we wear that burden still to this day. Let's get into it, guys. Yeah, Welcome to the OTR podcast. Seriously. The subway ads for Dean Koontz's The White <laughs> <No>. Overbite. <laughs>
<laughs> a new legal thriller. Dude, that guy's name is not Dean Koontz. He changed his name to be K, so it would be next to Stephen King's name. <laughs> because uh, I guarantee it. Guaranteed. That's why if you go to a, like Borders, if you can find one, uh, every horror movie, every horror book is last name K author. It's kind of a genius idea to use as your uh, writerly pseudonym. Yeah. You, everyone is Stephon King. Yeah, well, you Stephen know... Stephen King. Or Stephen King with a V. Because yeah. isn't it PH? Well, I respect two things. Uh, I think... Yeah. It's, it's PH, yeah. I think. Stephen King. I'll no. go by Stephen with a V. V. Is it V? It's I PH. I shouldn't know, because I'm, I like stuff, but I, I haven't... I can't read. <laughs> As no. evidenced by your I like stuff thought. <laughs> I like his... We I like his stuff. I like his the stuff. The hottest thoughts on Oh Dear. Um... <laughs> His what he did was so awesome is like in the seventies, he like had all this uh, this hype and stuff around him. So and he was all coked out of his mind, and he was an alcoholic. So he decided to start writing books under a different name to see if they would be as popular. Yeah. And he started writing books under Richard Bachman. Oh yes, just, yeah. Just just to see if he was actually good at writing or if people were just like cashing in on it. Right. I think I do respect that so much because he could have just just kept cashing in, but he was like, I need to know if I'm actually good at this. Didn't J.K. Rowling do that too? Uh yeah, and she picked a dude's name. That was even more Yeah. Um, which is yeah, interesting. Do you know JK Rowling wrote I pronounce now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing fact that would be. Like By the way, that I movie wish. that movie is so hated by the gay community. I'm sure. <laughs> it's so hated. It's very problematic now. And yeah. but you know what's crazy? That was like I mean, what was that? Two thousand eight? That was pretty progressive at the for time? that time. Yeah. yeah. It was, I guess. I, I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I mean, come on, two guys kissing is kind of. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if she did come out like, in like five more years, and was like, I wrote that. Like, <laughs> holds a press conference. And I wrote Chuck and Larry. And we're like, you know, that's not one of the ones because she always is trying to be like super taller or like yeah. progressive, progressive eyes. Retroactively, yeah. her book. Yeah, you know, well, Dumbledore's that, gay. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that, one other. That's big what I one. found so funny about that is because she was so huge, and it just shows that the internet can turn on anybody. Because she was so popular, and then she would like tweet against Trump, and everybody, beloved, yeah. everybody would retweet her, and then one tweet or one interview where she's like, "Yeah, he had aggressive sex with the other guy." <laughs> like, whoa, and whoa, they're whoa. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, listen, lady, <laughs> come on, your like, time's up." Relax. Like, <laughs> all of those memes and stuff, they're they're so fucking funny. Just... You, the internet can turn on a dime on you, and it be can be because of a rape charge or an annoying tweet, <laughs> or yeah. just being annoying. Yeah, yeah just, it's being just an like if you person. just tweet, Snape was into scat. Like, you're like, what? I didn't need that. Yeah, that was like those funny, uh, well, no, no, I hate him actually. The, the the joke structure on Twitter where it says like, you know, me, colon, nothing, and then somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I've best one I ever saw was me, colon, and then nothing, and then J.K. Rollins, and it was, uh, did you know that uh, Dobie can deep throat of Nimbus 2000? <laughs> I was like, that's a great joke. Hey, I, I want to go back for a second, but is Stephen King good? Yeah, like, he's I don't great. know. His... He's he's actually excellent. Yeah, because he, he was like, I, just to, sorry to cut you off, but he was like, uh, like in the '90s or something. I remember him being like a very famous writer, but he was also kind of considered a hack. But now, like, or he was considered like the popular like bullshit writer, mm -hmm. and now like it's come around so much that he's like the fans of his from that era have become grown ups and are like, no, he's the shit. 
Yeah. So I want to know if he's actually good. Well, t- I mean, I'm not like you know how like when you, you we all do stand up, so we we know comedy theory better than anybody, and like we can discuss it. I don't know like you know literature like that. Right. I, you know, I just whatever. I ain't one for book learning. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't read too good. But from what I understand, uh, a lot of his earlier works and stuff are like are now being like critically speaking, like people are like this is actually really great. Right. You know, literature too. So I mean, I, I've always been a fan of his, and I've always thought his stuff's really good. Uh, the stuff that I've read anyway. I haven't read all of it. I think he's a legitimate genius. Like, yeah. I've talked to one of my friends who is a actual writer. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, how everyone's a writer. Like, yeah. an actual writer. And he was like, that guy's actually a genius. The, really? the amount, The ability to make that much good stuff is probably not just ethic. It's not just, he's talented and he works hard. It's like, oh, that's... Yeah. Uh, just it, there's I don't mean to be tacky about genius and over glorify things that, you know, but he probably is one of those people. Yeah, he uh, also wrote this book Stephen King on writing where he mm-hmm. gave, he like basically gives writing tips and it's also like an autobiography. Yeah. And that's one of the best rate reads like it, it's it's really really good. And that kind of get pulls like a, a veil back to like his process and how much he works. Mm-hmm. And um, it's crazy when he was in the like when he was in his prime like writing all these books. He he doesn't remember writing Cujo. He, Oh yeah, Does it, because like he would literally he would explain his routine. He would sit down at his desk, he'd pop open like a fucking tall boy, start chugging beers, typing, chugging beers, typing. And then he would start doing cocaine, not partying. He's not out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just sitting at a desk doing party Writing, drugs. Yeah. You know, starting blow. Then he he was just like so spaced out, and he just like wrote five books and like doesn't remember them. Wow, that's insane. That's nuts. As someone who's tried to write one paragraph you're like what <laughs> how do you how the fuck do you do that well that's like yeah. getting like ten thousand hours of practice in like five minutes you know? yeah <laughs> like yeah. that's probably what it was yeah it's like yeah and the dark tower books apparently and i haven't read these those, those are supposed, really supposed to good. be like absolutely brilliant i the i think the one that i've read the best is the stand is, is yeah. unbelievable and i like salem's lot uh, There's a uh, my girlfriend is from the same hometown yeah, as Stephen so King. I feel like I have to Bangor, Maine. Yep, Banger, okay. and he lives in Bangor, Maine, and yep. he's obviously the richest dude. Did you go to his house? No, I, I didn't. Did. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually went to his house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I, mean, I didn't I like f- go in. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you drive by it. Drive by. It's this huge mansion, and then they have these uh, this gothic gate with like fucking vampire. It's fucking cool looking. It house. looks like out of a Steam King novel. Isn't so, that the, kind of yeah. the joke? <laughs> yeah, it kind of. What, so I hate bothering people. Like I've I worked at a restaurant where Louis C.K. parked his boat, and I saw him like three times a week, and I was always too afraid to say anything, even though he was like my favorite comedian. I just have a fear of bothering people. So I'm in Maine on vacation with uh, my fiance Sarah, and we go to Bangor, and we're like, hey, while we're in Bangor, why don't we see if we can find Stephen King's house? It's very public, so, you know, that's a tight word. So we literally park out front. There's a bunch of people standing out there. It's like, oh, that's a cool house. All of a sudden, we see this person, like, leave and start jogging and then leave, like, the state and start jogging down the street. And Sarah's convinced that that's Stephen King. She's like, follow him. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to follow him. So I'm like reluctantly following him in the car. And I'm like, this is so fucking. And he takes a right. I'm like, like literally following a guy in a car. Wasn't Stephen King. Wasn't even close. <laughs> I think he was like black. Just par- <laughs> it wasn't even close. <laughs> Just a paranoid guy now. Yeah. He's like- his one role, because he has given so much money to the public like school system. Yeah. His one role, I think it's like. He might even released an actual statement about it. He was, my girlfriend was telling me, it was like, okay, I'm going to give a lot of money to the public school system. My one caveat is 
legitimately do not bother me in public. <laughs> wow. Like, like, I actually, oh, I like not like, I know you're a fan or you might be a fan or you read or you've seen that movie. Don't bother me. Yeah. And, and you can have tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. So you're like, as a town, you're like, yeah. That's pretty funny that he's like, good, he came up it. with an amount of money in his head to where he's like, how much can I give them to not bother me? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, if you'd like, here's what? $500, they're like, fuck you, we're going to ask for a photo. <laughs> he's probably so keen on his privacy that he literally just p- gave a blank check. He's yeah. like, just fill it out. Fill it out. <laughs> Whatever number, just don't bother me, please. I, I mean, no pictures. People in Bang or Banger would absolutely recognize him. I don't know what he looks like. To me, he looks like, and kind of every author does. I just every author who I don't know their face at all, and it's a male name. I just pictured the cover of The Giver. Like I just pictured. <laughs> do you know The Giver yeah, guy? Yeah. He's like like just yeah. a yeah. huge beard. white beard, yeah, g- old gray man. That's really funny. If the photo isn't on the back, I'm like, that's The Giver. That's the guy. I thought that was the author for a point in my life of The Giver was the guy on the cover. Like, I was like, how grandiose! He just so puts bad. his own face yeah. on the cover of the book. <laughs> like, the I mean, cover. I get back flab, inner flab. But <laughs> fucking right, it's not an autobiography, dickwad. <laughs> you don't get a yeah, yeah. But that's the one Stephen King wrote. Have you heard the other interesting Stephen King, funny Stephen King story? Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a grocery line. Uh, I just read this on the internet one time. He's in a grocery line, and a woman goes, "You're Stephen King." And he said, "Yes, I am." And she goes, "How come you only ever write like sad, tragic, or scary <laughs> stuff?" And he goes, that's not true. And then she named like Cujo, yeah, and maybe Children of the Corn or another Stephen King thing. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I wrote those. And she goes, see, why can't you write anything happy like uh, the Green Mile? <laughs> and he that's goes, really I wrote that. And she goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> also, that's <laughs> not that happy of a movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's actually pretty sad. Or excuse me, it was Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, fucked yeah, that yeah, story yeah, yeah. up. That's Shawshank thing, Redemption. Yeah. Like, like Shawshank, I always yeah. fucked this up in my head. Uh, but a lot of people don't realize he wrote both of those. Yeah. He also wrote this really great book called Hearts in Atlantis. That was a Anthony Hopkins movie. That was yeah. Uh, the movie was okay, but that movie, that book was like one of the best books I've ever read. It was fucking awesome. Uh, but wow. yeah, super, super, super great guy. Shout out to Stephen King. See if we can get him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> we'll put out our feelers. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll ask him, but like, what? Write us a check and we yeah. won't ask <laughs> you to be on the podcast. I totally, <laughs> I totally get that though. Cause, uh, we were talking about this the other night where, um, this homeless guy came up to us the other, like last weekend and we we're like talking and he's like, excuse me guys, excuse me guys. Can I tell you guys some jokes? Ugh. And then he started going through all these like bad jokes. Like, what do you get? Uh, what's the what's the greatest nation on earth? Donation. And he's running oh, through his jokes, yeah. right? And then at some point, I pulled out a dollar. I'm like, hey, if I give you this dollar, can you, will you just not do the rest? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about that guy. He came up to us. Callis, our good friend Nick Callis, just passed at the Comedy Cellar. We're standing in like Manetta Lane. We're like hugging. We're like, dude, that's so awesome. The fuck happened? And then he walks up. He's like. What's the best nation on earth? And we and we had to listen to all seven of his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and then an hour and a half later, we're by the West Fourth Street station, about to go home, and he walks up to us again and starts the same fucking oh, routine. routine. And I was thinking, like, I feel bad when Christian sees me do a bit twice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude? Write new shit. Yeah. yeah, come on. Or rebrand when go the second time after you've done go. What's the best nation on earth? 
And they're like, and then just go Islam, and then <laughs> stare at them, stare at them. Yeah. And they'll, they might be, you know, intimidated white people. Well, yeah. that's really funny. That uh, remember that South Park episode where they, it's like night of the lim- living homeless, and like, did you guys ever see that? I think so. Homeless people start taking over South Park, and they're just like, it becomes like a zombie movie, and they're like, change, change, <laughs> and they, but they, the thing is, they give them change, and then they're like, they take it, and they're like. Change, change. Like I just gave you change. You don't even remember that I gave you change. And like they just become zombies. It just made me think of that. It earns no, like I do love, and it's fine. But I do love when a guy asks for change. And you have you most have you ever had someone be mad at you for not giving money? Yeah, yeah. That's that, the funniest thing to me. That like, that's you're still writer. mad at people. <laughs> yeah, like, it, you haven't become numb. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> is, are you new? <laughs> I'm say that's, <laughs> is that a bad thought? Oh dear. I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah. you haven't become numb to being denied money. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't be your first guy. Yeah. I was like, I didn't. It's not like I'm like a dick. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. He's I like, I was in an office yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be How like, well, then I'm less likely to give you money because you need it less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're still on unemployment. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I, every like New Yorker has subway st- or um, subway stories and homeless people stories. Uh, and I always think it's really funny when you see a comic who has so many of those bits, and then they go on the road. And then they're just up there going like, so I was on the D train and this yeah. homeless guy walks up to me and everybody's like, we're from Easton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. We don't know. What we don't we, even know like, where the train is. Yeah, we're, we're, we know what it is hypothetically, but we're not there with you. They're so. also like, we don't really know what a homeless person is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. This is a very nice town. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's this homeless guy, dude, like on the way here who I've never had. I've never seen a guy or smelled a guy who literally somehow made an entire platform stink the whole yeah. platform oh the platform all, all of it i literally walk in and i'm like oh my god and then i walk to the opposite end all the way to the end and it still smelled wow and i'm like jesus christ dude get your life together yeah the worst <laughs> it's like the worst takeaway the worst you know? takeaway come on you know just try, try harder say that, he's like try oh harder. shit you're right <laughs> he like figures it out that's the funny because once you get in the, that desperate times you have no shame anymore that's why you can just smell like that or like ask people for change and have yeah but it's just, smelling there's, there's bad no... isn't a shame thing it's a no, it lack of resources resources it's not just like no 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 because no, there are, there are shameless if you're you're shameless if you smell bad and you have the resources to be able to shower a lot of those guys don't you know yeah, so it's not but, like oh no, 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 come on well no i know but i'm saying is like not to be a hippie what, what like you... their failures in life but <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding um, oh dear no but i mean like you wake you live in a life where you know that smelling really bad in front of other people is like a faux pas but it just reaches to a point where that goes away where you have none of that anymore you're well, like yeah, yeah whatever but there's just... also probably nose blindness that's, yeah, that's a good point. If that guy's nose blind, I'm impressed. Dude, yeah. I need to bring this up. My roommate, uh, who moved out about a month oh, ago. Yeah, that guy stunk, right? N- worse than you talk about, like this homeless guy. A, this dude smelled as bad as that. Whatever homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. And he had a home and with a, a home. <laughs> fully functioning shower. Yeah. And I'm can he just didn't think he smelled that bad, and it would be a thing where. As soon as he walked into Ugh. the apartment, it stank. Is he never? He never showered. He never washed shit. And to you know, in his defense, he did have like a blue collar job, but not in his defense, he never showered. So it's like you don't get. 
I'm not going to. I just think about this guy's bed, and I just start uh, getting gross. Yeah, it was do. really gross. Yeah, Grimy. it's just a trap for your fucking stench. So it was like I don't know. It was just one of the. It's like I'd rather live with like a serial killer than a guy who stinks. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the truth. So you can bring home victims and murder them just if you're clean about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't care. And he'd be extra clean. Like but just don't <laughs> serial killer. Pa- don't yeah, Patrick Bateman. There. Like Patrick Bateman would have been a good roommate. Yeah. I'm sorry to all those women he killed, but he would have been a good roommate. Yeah, you're looking under the sink for like, do we have like Drano? He's like, it's in my room. You pull a head out of the freezer. Hey, is it, this is yours, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my old roommates. Oh, just move my stuff aside. One of my old roommates, she moved out, but then, um, so there was this like, uh, she had like this food in uh, in aluminum, like aluminum foil in the fridge. And it was just in there for a long time, which is like. Not that weird to me because, like, sometimes if your grandma gives you, like, some food that you're, you know, you know, take this food and, like, cook it whenever and you have it. it's a lot chance. of it and you yeah. have it, like, three times and you're kind of tired of it. But Exactly. More. Yeah. You keep it in there for a while, right? So she kept this food in there for a long time. And then she moved out and I, I think it was gone at some point. And then my other roommate was, like, telling me about her. He's like, hey, you know, um, she had a pet rat. And I was like, really? And she goes... Yeah, and when it died, she put it in aluminum foil and put it in the freezer, and it was just in there. And I was like, what the fuck? Fuck. So it was just in there for, like, months, like this dead rat. She needs to go to prison. (laughs) 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 That's that's so fucking weird and mean. Yeah, it was very bizarre. That's how the plague started. Like, rats carry diseases. What are you doing? If the power goes out, the plague is back. (laughs) That's the one animal that actually almost killed the human race. Yeah, I know. That's true. Fucking rats. Like, do not fuck with a rat. You Jeez, see okay. a rat on the street. That's my rats are my biggest, like one of my biggest fears. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think the other fear is dying alone and impotence. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of them was I'm dealing with one of those fears now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, like. In New York, I don't walk on the sidewalk at night when it's warm out. Yeah. Because on trash day, because I could uh, rummaging you and mean, you yeah. just so I walk in the middle of the street. I can't. Oh it really? Really uh, fucks with oh, my wow. head. I fucking hate rats. Well, Brett, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just toss it at me. How went, did you know we were, that was going to come up today? So uh, when I met Sarah, she lived in like a fourth floor walk up all the way on the top floor. And uh, I had to take the garbage out one time. And uh, I just didn't feel like putting shoes on. So I just put flip flops on. And I literally walked down the stairs. And she lived in the Upper East Side, and like all the alleyways in the Upper East Side were the garbage. It's yeah. like Gotham City. It's all f- ugh. Yeah. So I walk outside. I literally take one step, and I just throw the trash it, like ten feet into the thing. I went in because I'm really talented. Uh, <laughs> but as I turned, like, a fucking rat ran over the top of my foot, and I was wearing ah. flip flops. And I literally was like, no. <laughs> like, I, I like ran upstairs. I like turned on the shower. I was like, I gotta get this off him. It was I fucking so unsettling. I would have considered. Uh, cutting your foot cutting off. my foot off <laughs> yeah I would have like Civil War style put a like yeah. bandana like, bite down on a sticker bandana Got and it. I would have been like Sarah you're gonna have to saw this off how funny would it be if you're literally the, that happens to you and you're at your girlfriend's and then she walks into the bathroom and you literally have a tourniquet around <laughs> you like, babe it's you're, over and you're just like I'm sawing it off oh Jesus do you ever have to kill a mouse uh, yeah. yeah 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 
Yeah, I've I've gotten some on the glue traps. We it's do really, really we do really mean shit. The, the glue traps are so mean. Everybody, they are. Everybody's like, oh, bad. they're they're so much better than the snap traps. I'm like, no, they're not because the glue traps they just fucking get stuck and it just slowly die. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, at least the thing breaks its neck and Matt, it's done. You ever felt claustrophobic in an elevator? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine oh, you- literally not being able to move. And that's your death. And yeah. you also don't know why. Like you're you're trying as hard as you possibly can to rip yourself off, and then you're just fucking. I've, Dude, I've heard some mice like chew their fucking or try to chew their tail off. It's saw. Like, it actually yeah. is saw. Yeah. It's literally you would like to play again. <laughs> Dude, one time about glue traps, uh, I bought a glue trap, and I was I actually bought industrial sized ones because there were rats in our garbage, and I was like, let's fuck these uh, guys up. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was like 8 p.m., 7 p.m. It was still light out. And I was, uh, I put him outside, undid it, and then I turned to go back up my steps, and then I was like, oh, I got to check the mail. And then I, when I turned back, on the glue trap was a bird. Oh, <laughs> Jesus I swear God, to God, I killed a bird oh, within no. literally seven <laughs> seconds. And you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. You felt awful. <laughs> It to was, be it fair, was, the wor- it was birds, fucking murder. I think birds are the most overrated animals. Because they can fly, and everybody's like, they're so majestic. I'm like, 98% of them are garbage. Yeah. They're fucking terrible. Like, I mean, I've never heard someone call a bird that wasn't an eagle majestic, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you go to any zoo, and if it's too many birds, you're like, this zoo sucks. Like, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the aviary, aviary, aviary Air, part, you're yeah. kind of like, we can probably right, skip we that. Let's, yeah. Well, I want to see Jaguars. It's like, they honestly, it like, yeah. I've been to like the Washington, DC, uh, Washington, D.C. zoo, and they have like a whole bird thing where it's like you're, you walk in, there's like fucking netting everywhere, and all these birds are flying around. I'm like, if you just didn't have the net and these were just regular Washington, D.C. birds, no one would know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just yeah, birds yeah. flying yeah, around. Yeah. It's like, there's not any, unless it's a parrot or like an eagle or something huge, it doesn't fucking matter. They should have in an aviary, they should just fuck with people and, then you're, and just have pigeons. Just yeah. like street <laughs> just pigeons, like a couple pigeons that all have like wounded arms. Yeah, they're all addicted to a drug. Of but you some write sort. like this whole bio for them. It's like this is the Western Wood, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wood Raven. I was walking uh, my dog, and um, pigeons in New York are like, my dog runs after the pigeons. A hundred percent of the time, they fly away. I, my, I was walking my dog, and we come across this one pigeon who had one leg. Oh and he's literally just sitting there like, you know, like pop it. And then Beavis runs after him and he literally was like, what? Like he didn't even, he was either like two, th- he was either like, just kill me. I don't want to live anymore. Or he was like, I'm not scared of you motherfucker. Like one or the other. He was either Bernie Mac <laughs> or Bernie Mac on his deathbed. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, uh, what did Beer Dog do? Was he like, he okay. literally was freaked out by, he stopped himself. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> It just goes to show size isn't as scary as attitude. Yeah, yeah totally. That's true. You know what I mean? Attitude of like fearlessness, if someone that's way scarier than a guy who's, you know, six or five. Like and, if you see one of those small, scrappy, wiry guys with oh, just yeah. like fucking hate in their like, eyes. Like Peter. <laughs> like Peter from uh, the pair. Yeah, yeah. Like Peter from the pair who owns the pair, that guy is Peter, like the pair, just so people know, is a comedy club slash bar. Mostly bar, but yeah. <laughs> and uh the owner of that place, I mean, like he—he's—he's he's really fun, uh, but that guy is like out of his mind sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he literally like I he, I would be afraid to fight him, and I'm three times his size. Like I wouldn't fight him. Like he just has that thing about him where I'm like that guy, that guy can fight. 
Yeah, I you know Rob Stocky, which you guys both know. I just know Rob has death in his veins. Like I just know. Yeah. He, Is it because uh, the character from House of Cards he looks like? No. Well, this guy Rob I'm mentioning. I'll just tell this short story. It makes me laugh so much about him. It's kind of a lesson in why you don't fuck with immigrants. He's a Canadian immigrant, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in like a liberal like don't fuck with immigrants. We're all immigrants. Um, because I mean, I was here first. So, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, a great take. Argument. Yeah. That's kind of the argument though. It's like, it's everybody's still six or like in six, like a six year old. They're like, I was here first. It actually, it actually <laughs> no, is. it's me. Yeah. It's mine. It's my turn. Like that's really what the fighting is still about. Anyway. Rob I don't have much as much white guilt as some Americans only because, and you know, I got some, you should always have some, but I, because my great grandparents moved here from Poland and Ireland. Mm. So that's not like deeply generated generational American, but I'm a hundred percent native American. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of are raised in the mountains, lived off the land. Good with animals. I'm just going to start doing that. Just be like, I'm 100% Native American. I, I could totally see Whitmer as like a young boy, like getting, you know, he's going Wearing down the wrong vest. trail and then he gets picked up by some Native Americans and they sort of take him in and he lives with them for a couple of years. Or he like sneak sneak on the weekends to like learn their their skills and shit. I fuck one of the daughters and then. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Whit was an ace at hatchet throwing or something. Yeah. You're like, what? Sorry, Rob Stock. <laughs> oh, but uh, so he was a uh, working at a bar. He's a bartender, and he was telling me how his own manager manager hadn't paid him like fifteen hundred dollars. I think I've told you this story, Christian. Yeah. Jeez, manager hadn't paid him fifteen hundred dollars, right? And um, I was like, "How are you going to get your money back?" Because he's not like an American citizen. Who, if you're a citizen, you can yeah, you have legal. He's here illegally. Yeah. Shit, I shouldn't say his exact name, but um, whatever. Uh. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, I'm the one who edits the podcast, and I'm just letting you know, I'm not going to go back. And <laughs> 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 just, Man, I'd feel bad if I got one of my friends thrown out of the country. But if you're listening, don't be a narc. So, it's all right. He's white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is Canadian, so that's a lot better. to. But I was like, what are you going to do? And he looked at me dead in the eyes with like true reptilianness in his veins. And he goes, I'm going to shrimp the place. <laughs> shrimp the place? And I go, well, you act like I know what that is. Yeah. And he goes, shrimp the place. I'm going to stuff seafood in every nook and cranny <laughs> in that entire venue. And I was like, is this a thing? He's like, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I I, and you're you, kind of like I, I gotta tell you that's kind of brilliant because if you've ever smelled the spoiled shrimp it's uh, the worst smell dude it's, it's so terrible. bad yeah so Even that's good kind shrimp of doesn't smell yeah, like you kind of right like we kind of lie that we like seafood as much as no right. we don't it's not. you're not a huge fan right I like seafood but we kind of lie as a society that let's beef like is better salmon. come on well yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that but like Salmon and shrimp are good. Salmon, yeah. salmon with ketchup is good. Uh, I will say. Christ, what a monster! Boy. I'm just trying to fuck with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that would get a reaction. That was my oh dear moment. I was like, Ugh, yeah. I, of all the truly reprehensible things I've said, yeah. salmon with ketchup is the one you're like, come like, on, okay. dude. One of the things I'm discovering late, later in life is just how funny Conan O'Brien is, because like I watch a show growing up, and it, it's fine in the context of his show. He's a late night host and I always liked him as a late night host but you never really saw his personality until his podcast came out 
and then he has these Conan Without Borders shows. He goes to fucking Italy, and he's yeah. with his like really pretentious um, uh, producer, who's like goes to Italy every year, and he's literally at this fancy ass restaurant, and they order these pastas and these steaks. And Conan literally pulls out a thing of ketchup and just <laughs> all over the Just because okay. he knows it's going to fuck with that guy so bad. Yeah, and fine. that guy's face goes fucking red. And it's just perfect joke. Like, I was wondering. I was like, why are you now bringing up Conan? Like, yeah. I love him. But, like, how the fuck is that related? <laughs> There's a method, I bro. thought you were going to be like, I didn't realize he was funny until later in life. And that was your transition from looking <laughs> at like, me. And you know? anyway. <laughs> he was funny <laughs> until a little bit later. I think five years. And then he's like, anyway, ketchup on salmon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, what? All right, wait. A good detour to just compliment a guy who doesn't need compliments. Conan was always interesting because, like, I remember when I was, you know, when I was, like, middle school and high school and stuff, like, he was... He was probably still doing late night. Yeah, he yeah. must have still been doing late night. And, like, that show was, like, the fucking the shit. It was, like, the college, like, you know, oh, Conan's so good. One yeah. day he's going to get Tonight Show. And then, like, he got in that whole debacle happened, which is, like, 10 years ago now. Yeah. But um, his uh, – I always, like, thought he's fucking amazing. But his story, like, beforehand, like, he was always, like, the most, like, animated writer on The Simpsons and, like, the most animated writer on SNL and stuff. And then – People just saw that and gave him that show and like. Well, I because I was an intern on his show and um, for just like three three and a half months, and it was really cool every day watching him in rehearsals. Just like you're like, oh, this is a magically funny human being. And um, well, that's the thing. One like, interaction. Oh, I had no, with him ahead. was during one rehearsal. Uh, I, I'm gonna do a poor. I've never told this story, so I'll do a shitty job telling it. But I remember he touched you. <laughs> we have been talking about how to get more views and listeners. Now, if you've I, heard it first, guys, the exclusive, the Conan O'Brien Me Too story yeah. by the intern Brett. <laughs> All of the beats are there. It was an abuse of power. I was 19. <laughs> abuse of very powerful. You're man. also tall and skinny. I am also that. I don't know how that well, factors he, in. He's like an egomaniac, and he, mm, he's attracted okay, to. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. Uh, he was fucking me in the ass. and uh, <laughs> Against my will. <laughs> he, uh, it was just a rehearsal, and there was some, I forget even what the story is, but a writer had it. There was like a video sketch that played, and Conan was then like, I don't, what was the, asked about the story to the writer in front of everyone, and the writer explained all the details to the story, and Conan was like, huh, I still don't understand this story. Did anyone else read the story? And there was, we were just, you know, us 40 or so interns, and like the, 15 or so writers and a few other random words just bored the audience and then I kind of was like I did read a lot about the story and I was like alright I was in my head I was like well fuck you I'm never going to have another chance to maybe yeah. interact with a guy so I like in a very like I also know about this story <laughs> <laughs> so I, I said in my head I, so I stood up and go yeah I actually also read about the story and he goes you there what's your name and I said Brett and he goes right, Brett um, what do you have to add about the story? And I was like, oh, and I said, uh, it's pretty much just what uh, <laughs> Josh said. <laughs> and then he goes, 
Thank you, Brett. You may be seated. <laughs> you may sit down now. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was almost just like, why did I, st- yeah. I stood up thinking like, da, 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 yeah, da, so da, funny. Da. you wanted your moment with Connor. I had nothing to yeah. add, but I just was like, I got to make something about me, even yeah. though I have nothing here. That's really funny. Oh, that's so funny. Like the vehicle of a late night show is a waste for Conan's funny. You think so? No, yeah, no, because no, 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 because like, th- like I've been watching like his shows and listening to his, his podcast, like I said, and the type of funny he is is not suited for like a late night show like that. Where like a lot of the times, other than the monologue, the job of the host is to kind of be the straight man, and set yeah. up the person on the couch, and like, you know, maybe a funny reaction here or there. Because that's like the thing. I always like Conan. He's always been like my favorite host. Watching growing up, it's like you said, it was like this cool kind of you know late night type of uh, vibe and I used to love his show I thought it was really funny but I never would have been like oh Conan O'Brien himself is a really 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 funny person I was just like oh it's a great show and then if you listen to him now how funny he is I'm like it's a waste that he in a way that it's like that type of humor that he is where he's very physical and really goofy is almost wasted on the form of like where you have to be like a buttoned up tight yeah kind of like talk show host with a suit on but he was always like really weird like I mean, they had, like, Triumph is sort of, like, iconic, I guess, now, but, like, that's such a weird thing to do. Like, why would you give a She's, puppet dog, yeah. like, a Hungarian like, accent? Hungarian like, accent. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a shitty Borscht Belt Rose Exactly, comic. yeah, like, but with again, the masturbating that, bear. But like, that's, like, that's the role of, like, a facilitator, where he found that funny, so he's like, let's do that on the show, but he doesn't get credit for him himself being really right. funny for that bit. No, sure. but it all was under Conan's umbrella. Like, people... Associate the masturbating bear, masturbating bear with Conan. With Conan. People yeah, associate S and M Abe Lincoln with yeah. Conan. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that S and M Abe Lincoln. And it was like so that, stupid. <laughs> that's what was so great about that show. It was like it was just such a weird sandbox of insanity. Yeah. That like. When you worked on it, were you TV, in L.A. or New York? It was in L.A. It was the Conan show. It was Co- Conan on TBS. But, like, TV, I think partially because of the internet, because everything's recorded and redistributed, it's a little less haphazard. It's a little less chaotic. It's a lot, like, it's everything's just more sanitized because everything is recorded and put out the next day. Mm-hmm. Late night shows are YouTube channels. They're not late night shows. Late night shows are just excuses to have a YouTube channel. Right. And, um... It's, I don't know, I think, like, Conan's, everything amazing he did wouldn't work for this era because it's, I don't necessarily know if those things would be viral, grabby YouTube stuff. Yeah. Like, Masturbating Bear, that's just, that's that's evergreen. It's not related to anything in the news or anything that's buttony. It's hilarious. It's fucking amazing. But... Sorry, that's no, my no. point. Uh, well, that was like what Jimmy Fallon, like, got Jimmy Fallon so big. It's like, especially, I always said that that late night spot is the best spot because nobody sees you bomb ever. They only hear about the good stuff because nobody really watches that, like, religiously, that 1130 spot or whatever, 1230 spot. Yeah. If it's on, you're like, oh, let me check it out. 
but it's like you only hear about the times where they do like some awesome bit and like that was all the Jimmy Fallon stuff when he was doing the Bob Dylan and Neil Young like doing new songs and shit like that oh when he had a dead late night show yeah 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 when he was on yeah, late night right. I'm to remember when he was on late night did he, did he have the roots then also yes okay I thought so um, that's a long time ago. Yeah, because those bits like where he him and Timberlake and like all that stuff yeah. started on that late show. Yep. And it's like you're right. No one was like watching it in the moment. It was like you'd wake up and the Huffington Post would pick it up. And, and they're like, Jimmy move. Fallon does it again. Yeah, exactly. And it's like if you were if you were like just watching the headlines, you were convinced that his show was like front to back the funniest show on TV. Right. But because, that's because like you said, no one's really watching. But that's what happened. But that's kind of what happened to Conan. Like when I was in high school and college, it's like Conan was that guy. The late night spot was like the shit because yeah. everybody was just like, "Oh, did you see Conan and the fucking masturbating bear or whatever?" Like yeah. the show's so crazy and, and irreverent. You, you could get away with a lot more. And you could get away with it. And meanwhile, yeah. Jay Leno just makes him look like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking like some rock star or whatever. Jay Leno's like, "Ah, do you hear about fucking yeah. whatever?" That was like when Letterman started. I was at the Paley Center, like the television museum, and I was looking at old Letterman clips when he was doing late night, and uh, he would just fuck, he had these bits, he had this one, it was the Great Elevator Race, Yeah. where he just had people from the audience do a contest where they all ran into the elevator, went down to the bottom floor of 30 Rock, yeah. give like Bob Costas a high five, mm-hmm. take it to the roof, yeah. grab a flag, then come down, and then- Just it, a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, just a complete waste of time. And it was the fucking funniest thing. Like there's right. an old lady was like, <laughs> like running. It was just hilarious. And I was like, they're clearly just like, what can we do that's just fucking silly? Like that was it. Well, the thing I love about David Letterman was he was so like condescending when he wanted to be. He could be uh, such yeah. a prick to your face, but like- yeah have so much like so much shade but also be like kind of almost respectful to you yeah. just like I, I love that dude yeah well he was letterman like towed the likable asshole line better than anyone yeah is he was like on the sir it's just his delivery is likable but if you actually look at what he said you're like you would be like that's an asshole thing to yeah say. but you're <laughs> laughing because like that's just so funny and the timing yeah. is perfect yeah that's like you know leno gets a lot of shit and i try to like not yeah, I try not to pile on because I think it's, he's an easy target. Yeah. But one of the things that annoys me is that he he's like, I never spend a dime of my Tonight Show money. Like, I'm like, did... then why did you take the show back from Conan? Like, what yeah. are you doing this for? Like, is it because if it's it. just domination, you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're at least like, well, I did it for the money. I wanted the money, so I took my show back. No. At least I want to be like, well, he likes money. Maybe he has an expensive lifestyle. He just wanted to be the top <laughs> comic. Yeah. He literally was like, no joy from money, and it's just like the only reward is the domination, the sheer domination of it, which is like I think the sign of like a psychopath. Yeah. Wasn't he one of the? I, now I'm just speaking out of school, but wasn't he one of the, like the comedians when they were doing that strike in the '70s or the '80s when they were striking the comedy cellar or the mm-hmm. comedy store in L.A. where he just was like, "No, nah, I'll work." <laughs> it's like, oh man, I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, where that's something that would sound unpretentious, but then you're or like, "Oh, it's nice. He's just working." But then you're like, yeah, you know "Oh, but what? he's fucking that's... over all of his coworkers and or friends for yeah. his own." He benefits so much exactly. by being the only guy. Well, who I'll be work. the only comedian then. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, you're. There's, you know, I know we're all in this. It's a, uh, everyone's self interested, but you have no amount of consideration of if that's the case. If that's the case, yeah. Like I'm willing to, to slit both of you guys' throats for <laughs> for. A check spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, he had, like, the idea of, like, he would always do shows for less money. Yeah. You know, so he would get more spots. Right. 
Which in a way is like... Which is a good... I mean... It, it's like, it's one of those things where I, I get what you're doing, but at the same time is if you think about the effects on comedy as a whole, it's like, it's like Tom Brady every year. Tom Brady is like the best quarterback in football, and he doesn't get paid like it because he purposely takes pay cuts so the Patriots can spend their money elsewhere. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, what a great guy. I'm like, dude, his wife's a supermodel. She makes $100 million yeah. a year, so he can afford to do that, but right. if you're poor and then you become a quarterback and then your wealth has to be the generational wealth for all of your family, your kids, their kids, you can't just sit there and take pay cuts like that all right. the time. So this fucking asshole gets all the credit. He's a snake. Yeah. Hate him. Yes, yeah. I you know I I know you you could probably have a podcast just about hating Tom Brady. Yeah, easy. <laughs> you know, easy. an athlete. I and I've had as I become an adult have absolutely reframed my definition of success for an athlete. I think in like grade school or high school, I would be like someone who I would be like, oh, that guy's a great athlete. You know, you'd be like, oh, that guy sucks. He doesn't play. Guy's yeah. in the NBA, and you're like, that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, good. Every yeah. player right. in the NBA picture, the best yeah. person you've ever played basketball with, that guy is 100 times worse than yeah. a yeah. 15th man on NBA roster. He got roster. washed out. Yeah, the guy, in he, high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. not even like, oh, he's yeah. a top 50 college. Nope, he yeah. wouldn't even start the, for... Yeah, the best player you grew up with isn't close to the worst guy in the NBA. I kind of have that a little bit more with soccer, where the best player I ever played with didn't make it to the pros, and we all thought he would. Yeah. But... Um, how I've reframed, like, you just realize as you're now an adult with the, in the working world with a shit ton of bills, and you're like, good lord. Any person who makes it to the NBA, holy shit, one year, I kind of consider you a success. Even if you're Greg Oden, and yeah, you don't, you're... That's number, even worse, man. That sucks for him. It does suck for him. Greg Oden, if people don't know, he was number one draft pick, got injured, never really became anything in the NBA. Yeah, but I even it, consider his career a success. What did yeah. he do with basketball? Yeah. He made millions of dollars off of this talent yeah. that's yeah. cool i'm yeah. sorry like adam morrison who yeah if you don't know who that is adam morrison about maybe a decade ago yeah. was one of the best players in college basketball played in gonzaga he was a leading like a sharpshooter him and jj reddick jj reddick has yeah. been in the league for 10 years jj reddick has had a career he's either a starter or a six man adam morrison washed out after three years yeah i looked him up a couple weeks ago to be like where is that guy they play in china he played in China for a little bit. Yeah. He actually now is just retired in Seattle, and he just made enough money where there's a certain amount of money you hit where your money just makes money for you. Yeah. I don't know. I, he, I think it's like $16 million, and you can live pretty very well. Yeah. And he hit that number, and he just an interview was done with him, and he's like, yeah, I just live off that, and I just stay at home, Dad, take care yeah. of my kids. Yeah. And you're nice. like- when you he think, won. When he you, won. Yeah. yeah. I'm when, sorry. And when you, th yeah, when you think about the the crazy odds of ever becoming a professional athlete, it is crazy how there's fans like thousands of people in a stadium going, "You suck." Yeah. And it's like when they couldn't do anything. Yeah. Even remotely this yeah, cool. That's kind of like when whenever I'm around non comics and like they start shitting on a comic, like uh, you know, like there's popular comics to shit Dude, on. Can I tell like us? Amy Schumer or something. That one too. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I was sitting there like talking. I don't remember the content. Now, I was at a restaurant or a bar, and there's like four people, and I guess they found a dude stand up and they're just shitting, shit talking Amy Schumer. And I just wanted like that joke you do about the Kardashians, where she's yeah. like, like, the punchline is like, What did you do today? I just wanted to say, What did you do today? Yeah, like, wh who are you? Like, exactly, Amy, you know, you know, how good Amy Schumer is. She has like not three you know, specials. You know how talented Netflix. at stand up she is, and at talent, as talented as she is at that, she's better than anything you're good yeah, at. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like they don't are people like who shit on Amy Schumer. And by the way, some dudes on the internet, their personality is Amy Schumer sucks, and yeah. you're like. 
you're a fucking loser. <laughs> That's their personality. Yeah. Yeah. That's their personality. That like, yeah. They they're like, oh, she steals Joe. Don't every hate, every female comedian stand up video always a comment, either it, comparing it to Amy Schumer as better than or she sucks like Amy Schumer, and you're like, if this person is on your mind for every piece of comedy. She fucking owns you, dude. Yeah. You're a mental yeah. slave to her. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're not in comedy and you are trying to be the comedy police, just no, you're not. Just like stop. Yeah, it's that's us. I, I don't I, fucking. Yeah, I hate. I agree. I hate the hate Amy Schumer gets because it's so un. It's corny. It's corny as hell. It's corny yeah. as hell. You know, fucking good. You have to be to get a spot at just a good club in new york yeah or lucky in some cases sure not every comic is good in every show but point stands like you don't have a great special because you were good at networking yeah she probably was good at networking well, like, and also worked like a dog and was very talented and funny most yeah, important chiefly we all watched a video recently of a stand-up comedian we won't say the name but they're doing a spot and we both we were all basically like this sucks <laughs> yeah and it, but that's, I think that's you could say that sentence but, every week. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> we very all true. Want, yeah. But it's like the context of it is: is one, it's a private conversation, uh, and two, uh, it's an informed opinion about wh- how we know how hard it is. And we, when we see somebody doing jokes that are just like kind of gimmicky and kind of shitty, and they're on TV doing them. It's like there is, there's an annoyance behind it. Whereas yeah. like that would be like LeBron James criticizing a basketball player who's you know who's doing who's flopping or you know what I mean. Yeah. That's like we not that we're LeBron James, but you know what I mean, like a peer no. level shit. Uh, I'm LeBron James of comedy, but <laughs> I, um, but yeah, I I I, I lost my. No, I agree with you. Can I give this like anecdote from this past weekend of shows of someone yeah. not in comedy? Just really annoying me, and so I was on the road in Bethesda. Uh, me and Jordan had a show in a room. Now we had set up thirty white lawn chairs, kind of in a square in the front, and then there are high top tables in the back. And we have sold forty-two tickets, so we're like, there was probably like fifty-eight total seats, and we're like, okay, like there'll be some sitting in the white lawn chairs. They'll be forced to sit. Show starts. Only one person is sitting in the lawn chair. Every other everyone's on the side. Everyone's on the side. People even like move chairs from downstairs to <laughs> tall ones to Ugh. sit in the back. And you're like, <laughs> dude, <sighs> fuck you. So like, people don't know. They're so afraid of being people made fun it, yeah. of. And there's they think they're either super afraid of being made fun of, or they like. There's a mental thing when you see that many lonely chairs. You just psychologically people go, oh, they suck. Yeah, this is terrible. And yeah. it's good for me to grow through that and frequently do successfully prove no we're actually professionally good comedians this Mm -hmm. is a very good show and then sometimes people get really bought in and they realize oh okay they're good and then sometimes you know it doesn't go great and whatever but the point of this story is um because we're just talking about people in comedy fucking annoying you and not it's just it's not even it's about when you do a thing and someone who doesn't do a thing talks to you down to you is what this story yeah. is about it's not just comedy but after the show this is the fifth or this is probably the fifth or sixth show we've done at this venue sorry there's a lot of like context yeah, for this. yeah. bartender is this like probably like 35 year old blonde woman who's bartended pretty much every show now usually when we have like a consistent bartender at a show we can joke with him like hey sorry you gotta hear the same stuff yeah and they're like funny or cool about it They'll be like, yeah, whatever, or, right. 
or or they're you know oh you're yeah but you were always working on stuff and we are always trying to work on stuff this bartender was so like obnoxiously thinking she's being funny by being like yeah i was just so glad when you were crowd working with that woman because i didn't have to hear your material again it's like it's so predictable at this point like i'm in the back of the she said all this she's like i'm in the back of the room and every, every time I'm, I'm with matt the waiter and every time I'm with matt we can just do a get him bum after one of your punchlines. And so it was really refreshing for me to hear to, uh, when that lady started heckling you because it was almost like it put me out of my suffering. And she thinks she's being funny. Oh, yeah. And I, okay. in service of people at the venue, schmuck that I am, or in service of people at the venue having a good relationship with us, I just go smile, grin, and bear it. And then after the fact, me and Jordan could just be like, fucking asshole. You know, <laughs> you know how rude that is? It is really rude. And I get I get her thing of like she's trying to be she's trying to rib you in that way. Maybe, but it was just felt dismissive and not yeah. and not ribby. Mhm. Uh, yeah. And I, it's like I'll be deprecate myself too like I get it. I can't write a new 50 minutes in Three weeks. I, that's really hard to do. I, I'm not good enough to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's people don't get it. People don't really get how long it fucking takes. And well, people don't still don't understand that like you work on stuff, like doing a bit repetitively is how you get it to be good. You know, you don't just do something once and never do it again. Yeah, and you certainly don't fucking do comedy for the bartender in the back of the room. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just I don't like when people have uninformed opinions. Like, I, I get this way. Like, you see this with um with food too with like chefs and stuff and like someone will make a dish in a certain way on purpose and they'll be like yeah I didn't like it it's like that's how it's supposed to be though like it's fine that you don't like it but don't act like you got one on me right you know like when you're like I didn't care for that joke that's fine that's fine that you didn't care for that joke but that doesn't mean the joke's not good yeah like everybody else liked it so suck a dick yeah you know? like <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just all it's all personal taste and all that bullshit. And the, the fact is, people don't really, people think that uh, people know that you created an act, but they don't in the moment think that this is crafted. Like, there's people out there that think that Kevin Hart's special was the first time he ever said all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's people who think that. So when they go see shows, they're like, "What the fuck?" You said this last week or whatever. Yeah, they they just don't get it. Which is which is actually part of the magic of stand up. Yeah, for us, is if you can make it sound like now. That. I think more and more people are more aware of stand up being how the sausage is made. Yeah, because of how many podcasts, podcasts and everything. And, you know, make sure you give us a five star review. Crashing. <laughs> yeah, shows about stand up, movies about stand up, and a lot of movies have gotten wrong, which is always hilarious. Yeah, like I, the Tom Hanks movie, I think Punchline. Punchline, or yeah. There's like a locker, locker room. room. <laughs> <laughs> you turn to you go do your set. You on up. You're on. Uh, are you on this show or the next one? Oh, uh, next one. You start taking your shirt off. Oh man, they were they were brutal out there. I'm gonna hit the showers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go back to something real quick. I just a sidetrack. Um, you guys were talking about playing basketball in China. Whatever happened to Stefan Marbury? He played in China for a while. Actually, he yeah. might still be playing in China. But wasn't he, like, kicked, not kicked out of the NBA, but, like, didn't he have, like, a bad attitude or something? So he's basically, like, a perfect example of a person who had Hall of Fame talent and ability, but he was just a piece of garbage. <laughs> what and made him a piece of garbage? He was just selfish. Like, he was, like, the kind of player who only played for personal stats, didn't care about the results, now, only just... played for money. And when you're in a team sport, it's one thing if you're, like, Adam Morrison who, like, didn't live up to the hype. 
and you know you've carved out a career and that's still good but when you have the ability to be one of the best and you sink it yourself by being an arrogant person and like arguably a bad person that's where it becomes a little different or it's like yeah good for you you made money but you know you kind of like left a wake of disaster everywhere you went yeah you know yeah uh stefan marbury uh was the focal point of a video game i used to have street hoops no there was like the shitty nba street yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah, and it was like called street hoops rags to riches and stefan marbury was the face of it and then back to rags and then back to <laughs> <laughs> he's got tons of money he I'm made sure a he shit ton he went in china and made a shit ton he was like their best player in china they put up statues to him but that's because like he he's like he's undeniably it is a great kind of funny player, to but... think that like lebron tomorrow could go i'm gonna go play in china and make so much more money yeah, Kobe could have done that too. Kobe was such a star in China; it was ridiculous. Kobe could do that now, probably. No, <laughs> like, easy. Still, like, yeah. be competitive. You know, um, how good you have to be to be huge in China as a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of right. Yeah. Like they, because they, they. I mean, this is isn't like. Uh, we don't have to get into that. Someone's calling, but sorry about that. Um, but uh. I, that uh, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna get into a point where in China I've been told that they like will put forth white guys as like a there's like that's like a very that that's a very real thing that they'll exalt white dudes oh okay i was like i was trying to figure out what you're saying it's like the opposite like they worship white people in china uh, that sounds arrogant coming from a white person right but that is a very real thing it's it's the exact opposite of the climate in liberal America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. It's like, if you're a straight white male, go to China, and you'll be fucking... All yeah. those alt-right guys, just go to China. Just go to fucking China. You'll get your men's rights. I do believe anytime you have a friend who's like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, in, in the name of an Asian country, who are you going with? I'm oh, going alone. You're oh, like, you're gonna. Oh, that's a red flag, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna go a fuck a lady boy. Yeah. <laughs> tonight. It's like, oh, you, things aren't good, huh? Yeah. Anytime a white guy gets super into Asian culture, yeah. just keep I an know, eye. I out. know a guy who was uh, me tooed, and then he had to go to Vietnam, and he's still there. <laughs> really? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Was he famous? Yeah, it was Louis C.K. No, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, was he, it the one who? It was a friend video? of a, it was a okay. yeah he so yeah I don't want to get into it because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. um, I know the no story, what was yeah. his yeah. name <laughs> I'll tell person. you after I'll tell you off it was a uh, it but, was a person in show you can talk around it it was yeah. a person in show business on the backstage side and uh, he was just coming up he just got a few bits of success and then he basically like this person who who she also accused like five other people and like it, she seemed like a nightmare. Uh, but uh, just yeah. be well. Just to let you know, you can't not get into the details if you're gonna call the woman a nightmare. <laughs> um, I'm just saying it, it seemed it seemed like it was uh, not a legit accusation. So like, I'm not saying he's in China averting avoiding persecution. Or, I mean, in Vietnam, like because there's charges pending. What the or fuck something. is he, Julian Assange? Why does he need yeah. to like go to China? Because Vietnam's nice. <laughs> nice beaches. Surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Women don't talk much there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. He's right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it, but, you Chris? but no, like, if you go to one of those countries, you're you're trying to fuck... You're trying to fuck something or you're going to bring back a wife or something. 
Like that's the only thing you're doing over there. If it's you're related to your dick's lack of success. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is why you're, you're like, going I need to, to go to a small pound somehow. Yeah. Like, um, have you guys seen that uh, 90 Day Fiance show? I really think yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is the yeah. show where like uh, yeah. they're just like. It's they, one they, of the they set you up or whatever. Yeah, it's probably the best show on TV. <laughs> it's, it's what's the premise? It's well, it's no, they don't set you up. It's like these guys, and they're all like, all desperate dudes, and they all like are bringing over a um, like a male or not necessarily a male or bride, but they're bringing. They've developed an online relationship with somebody outside of this country, and they are Who trying is, to marry this person. And the person is. Typically speaking, in a more desperate circumstance. Yes, because of where they come from. But, like, you'll see a dude who's, like, a weird... It's always, like, a weird Midwestern white virgin-y guy and then the hottest Colombian girl <laughs> ever. And you're just like, this is not going to end well. Or it's, like, like especially one, there was, like, this weird southern lady who's pretty heavy. And she was, like, in her 50s. And then dude. she brought over, like, this Nigerian guy. Dude, uh, I, that's the one I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, this guy. I was like, I can't wait to tell Christian about this. Yeah, that's my favorite couple. She was like, why are you following so many women on Instagram? Yeah. Explain that. And you can He's see like, this no, guy baby, be I like, love you. I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll unfollow them. And you could see this guy as he's being talked to by this. You were very nice. She is not an attractive person. Yes. And that's not mean. She's older she's and not. didn't take care of herself. That's mm -hmm. sometimes how it goes. So you can see him when she's, he's getting lectured by this woman. He's like, it might not be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you can see in his face. Why do you follow these women on Instagram? What's going on there? He's like, no, baby. And then he's like taking her to like a, some clothes shopping place. And he's like, uh, can you get her something because she is fat? <laughs> like she says it right. He says it right in front of her, oh and then she finally gives him like the paper. He's like, "You're coming to America." He's like, "I'm coming to America." Like he's <laughs> celebrating. He's had like Donald Trump like bobbleheads, and like, <laughs> he's so excited to be in America. Well, it's like, yeah, I I never saw the end. So he did come. He did make it. Yeah, because that woman I remember got a talking to from her daughter, who yep. was like, rightfully so. Like, you're an idiot, Mom. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Think about who you are and think about who he is. Which in, could sound racist, but you're like, no, it's not in this case. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a stranger. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. And then she said, you guys are two different species. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then it got racist. Well, there's always yeah. a, a moment on the show where, like, the person bringing them in is like, do you love me? And then there's a long pause. Go, yes, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Whoever it is. It's the well, best show. Dude, well, there was that one episode. It, there was also one couple. Because they do try and get different stories. Yes. I, and there was one where... It was a woman who was like in her early 30s, and then it was a man in his early 30s, and he was British. Yeah. And as soon as you saw he was British, you're like, oh, this is the one where it's like a real relationship. Yeah. And you're like, I don't. Was fast, that the fast guy who's been one. arrested? Yeah, he yes, had yeah, been. He, he had yeah. been arrested like a couple times. Yeah, and but a you couple were, times. <laughs> but you were like, I, I don't care. There's always a thing that's like, like you kind of pick up on the desperation, and you're like. Why is he doing... Oh, because he got arrested a couple times. <laughs> um, but there was one... The best one, actually, now that I think oh, about it, was the one from... There's this, like, lady in Connecticut who's, like, 45, something like... She looked... She still looked pretty good. She looked good. And then, like, dude, she got this, like, 
Interrupt. We have to say bye to our live audience. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Oh, yep. I think we're out of time, right? Yeah, we're just about out of time. Uh, so, yep, we'll see you next week, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Oh Dear. We'll pick up this later, I guess. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Peace. All right. So we're still on the air. Now, I would like to All right, now tell. here's the real shit. Now <laughs> it's the real stuff, guys. Do, can, we got to tell people yeah, why we do that. We have to talk to audience to get in on this. This is the real shit for you guys We actually, the podcast so, world. Yeah, we record this version, and it goes live on B-Box Radio, and it's a live podcast, and then obviously we record it to air it later, whenever is at your convenience. So... Yeah, yeah, so... Um, you don't want to talk about it? No, no. <laughs> Do you think they're listening? No, I just think that uh, our arrangement is fine. <laughs> All right, just uh, we just wrap up here. DM me if you want another story, yeah. Christian. You're, if you want another scoop. Oh, anyway, it's I, a great podcast. I was just gonna say, there's this one. She's like a 35, 40 year old lady in like Connecticut with two kids. She looks good. She keeps herself in good shape and all this stuff. Like, you know, if you're a trashy dude, you'd be like, she's fucking smoking hot. Right, but she gets. Oh, this, she looks that good. Yeah, she's like Instagram. Dude, show good. me a photo. <laughs> I, I mean, she's on Instagram. I'm, I'm kidding. But you can like. Um, but anyway, she brings this guy who's like 26 from the Netherlands. <laughs> like he looks like the fucking. Um, he looks like uh, that one dude. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Exactly. Yes. Oh, he really? looks just like this dude. He's got a top knot. So he's, he's like, like movie star good looking. A little I mean, bit. not movie star, yeah, but, but like he's a good, he's a very good looking guy. And you're just like, what the fuck is this going on? They cannot stop fighting. They cannot. Like, she's like, you're disrespecting my house. And then he's like, I'm trying to be the father of your kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking weird. Like, he's trying to be the father of the kids too quickly. And like, so the premise of the show is that they're trying to get a green card. The yeah, pretty much. So like, but is the Department there, of Immigration just watch the show and not give it to him? Because I, I don't know what the ninety days. I really don't because follow I the ninety days. Because I understand like thing. if you marry somebody and you can get a green card, but you have to like prove the marriage is real. Yeah, and it's actually illegal just to do it. Right for that reason. But they're not. But here's the thing: the show is presenting them. Oh, we're in love. We're in love. That's why. Like the dude is like trying his hard the Af nigerian dude is desperately trying to be like i love you baby i love you so much <laughs> because he's trying to keep this shit on the up and up yikes and he just knows what he just he knows he's got a hard lot in life yeah. whether he stays in poverty or marries his dumb broad that's how good america is like it really is awesome that like someone will get with someone Four to seven leagues below them in the attractiveness, one to ten scale. Yeah. And she's a little bit holding it over his head, too. Like, she's a little bit like, I, you know, <laughs> you could go back. <laughs> like, every, every. If you don't wash my says, feet, you know. Exactly. Everything she says is tinged with, like, you know, <laughs> I got your plane ticket back yeah. right here. I got to be honest, having been in a relationship, I kind of wish I had a power like that over my girlfriend. <laughs> I understand that literally you could deport her. <laughs> I'm send you back to Maine. That probably wouldn't be a healthy dynamic. Yeah. But there are times when you're in a fight when you're like, I wish I had something that effective. I wish I had something that nuclear option. Well, there's a word <laughs> you can use. What? 
cunt. <laughs> yeah, you like I'm almost like, whispered. Oh, yeah. Christian. Like, cunt. I can't use that word. You <laughs> no. fool. You really can't. You really can't. I called. I my, wouldn't use I it. I called my girlfriend a bitch one time as like a joke. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, don't you... And that hurt her feelings. Oh, really? Really? Like, I literally, I was like, no, I would... The context. You have to listen to the context. <laughs> oh, I... Because I sometimes... And it won't... This won't be likable on the podcast, but I was sometimes, you know, ironically... Hit her? <laughs> <laughs> I will ironically refer to like, oh, can my bitch come? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just fun to yeah. say, especially coming from me. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. It's just fun to be like, yeah. Now me and my bitch, we got dinner, and then uh, <laughs> came over here. So funny. I call I call my fiance a hoe sometimes. Yeah, but like for things. Like if she's yeah. like, I want you know. She's like, I want uh, sushi. I'm like, you're freaking sushi hoe. Ah, that's how you get away with it. It's fun to because my friend Adam invited me and my girlfriend to dinner, and he was like, or he's like invited me to dinner, and, he, and then I was like, is it cool if my girlfriend comes? He's like, yeah, of course. And so I texted him. I was like, cool, got my hoe and toe. <laughs> and if it like rhymes and is cutesy, your yeah. girlfriend won't mind. Mm-hmm. I like how you basically were, he's like, hey, do you want to go out to dinner? And you're like, yeah. Do you mind being the third wheel? <laughs> you instantly like, he's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So it's good to. Make out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, being overly affectionate or yes, being a, getting in a fight? Like in front of what's the word? Like if like in terms of like not you, just think about the couple that you know that you picture in your head who fights all the time. Yeah, like them fighting in front of you or them making out in front of you. Like what's worse? Uh, fighting. Yeah, because you can leave. <laughs> you know, like if they're fighting. You almost well, if can't they're making leave. out, you could go like, "I'll leave you two alone." You exactly. Know, like, yeah. Wh- but if they're fighting, you're like, "I'm gonna fuck out of here." You look like you, now you're in the fight too. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, you, you stay. You fucking sit down, Nick. <laughs> They'll try and incorporate you too. Who's yeah. more right? Yeah. Like, Nick, am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? I'm better friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. yeah fu- I hated that. I hated he, like being asked like be to be the, the tiebreaker in dude, a fight. Ugh. It's so funny to me that like the fact that. If you're a decent person, you don't fight in front of other people. You yeah. fight in private, or okay, or if you're in a very public situation in which there's no, you're anonymous in public. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. But like, it'll be funny because me and my girlfriend have been in a fight and like arguing, and then her roommate Paul comes home, and then we're just like, "No, I, I'm trying to listen to you, but it's hey, what's up, Paul? How's it going? Man? <laughs> How's your, how you doing? Oh! Hey." hey. Had a good, you had a buddy, good day? Huh? Yeah. How's it going? How yeah. was that thing you did last week? Uh, good. And it's kind of great when I'm losing the fight because it's like the school bell rang and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more free for the moment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, saved by the Paul. <laughs> saved by the Paul. Yeah, I've only had one. I've never had a fight like that with an entire... I've had a fight like that with my ex. What do you mean a fight like that? Like yelling? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yelling. But I've only had... Well, I mean in front of people. You are not... I was going to say, because if you have not had a yelling fight, I honestly doubt if you're Dominican. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've only yelled a couple times. Like, one time I yelled uh, at Natasha, and she was like, oh. like, it ended the fight because she was like, I don't I don't want you well, to yell. You, <laughs> you yelling is scary. Yeah, that has probably. to be scary. Yeah, it's probably, it, it gets rough. It's like uh, a blowfish. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it's, you just don't expect it to get big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't expect it to get big. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get crazy. It's, it's like if a like a beagle growled and then its fangs were as big as like a <laughs> like Cujo's. 
I like yelling. Not like when I'm angry though. I'll yell all the time at home. Like I'll pretend yeah. I'm angry. Well, like, like if somebody at knocks at on the, the door. The TV for wrestling or. <laughs> no, like if somebody knocks on the door, I'd be like, "Who the fuck is it?" <laughs> like, like as if I'm really upset. I'll be like, "There better not be no." Fucking Chinese yeah, delivery. Exactly. It's like really mean to do the delivery guy. Yeah. <laughs> like like if I'm coming home and Tasha's in the other room, I'm like, there better not be any fucking guys here. <laughs> like, like, why would <laughs> like why would you put up with that? <laughs> like once. The first time that happened. <laughs> why would you yeah, continue? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that in your the fun, that's so funny that it would just the thought would cross your mind that there would just be guys here. <laughs> Also giving them a chance to leave. Like yeah. just sneak out the window. That's my favorite. It's a dumb guy thing when a woman cheats on a man with another man and the man who got cheated on is mad at the other man more than they are at oh, yeah. the woman who cheated on. You know that's right. a real yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where they're like, I'm gonna go fuck him up. No. Yeah. The person you, you should be anything. pissed at is in front of you. Yeah, exactly. That's who, not you should fuck up, but who you should be mad at. He fucked up our thing. <laughs> no, like, you idiot. No, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Choices it's, were made. Yeah, it's a fucked up game, man. I've I've been cheated on once. Really? And yeah, yeah. And you do get mad at the other dude, but then like, if you're any rational, you're like, you hate him, but that makes no. If yeah. you have any like sense you're like well that, i mean obviously she I, that, that always I, puzzled done, me. I mean i would have done the same thing that always puzzled me how like the, the whole cliche is like you walk home and your girlfriend's in bed with the other guy and you want to beat the fuck out of the other guy it's like what <laughs> well, did he can't do hit her unless it's your best friend or your brother like what did he do he just took you know some... what i mean he just like he just was taking some pussy that <laughs> yeah, I know. you know what i mean he's yeah. like oh okay let's go fuck like he didn't know he was wrecking a family. I mean, maybe he did in the back of his head, but it's, like, different if you don't know the guy, I guess. Right. Also, but, like, she's the one who betrayed you. Yeah, exactly. Also, I'm convinced that if he did know that, it only makes it more hot for him. Yeah. To, like, be the yeah. one being cheated on with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been in that. I've never been involved in any cheating of any sort. Yeah. Cross my heart. And uh, <laughs> No, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been cheated on and I've facilitated cheating. Oh, really? Yeah, I was the other guy, I guess. Yo, one what time. up, bro? <laughs> Why you I knew you had it in you. Uh, yeah, the other, been... the, the story that you tell. Mm, oh my god, Christian, yeah. how'd it go? Dude, that was wild. You, you just don't yeah. name names, but you have yeah. to tell the story because it's so funny. Well, it was get into it. it. Hold crazy. on. Let well, me... we were. Uh, it was after a show Ooh. and. We'd kind of known each other a little bit, and then we were, like, hanging out. And then, I mean, long story short, we ended up in at her apartment that she lived in with her boyfriend. And, and like, like, she went in. There was, like, a little, like, garden or, like, I don't know, fence or something before you got into her apartment. So she, like, wait right here. So then, like, she went into her apartment to make sure her boyfriend wasn't home. And then, like, she brought me back in, and then we, like, she, we she, we didn't do it on the bed, but we, like we hung out, you know, we fucking on the couch. But the thing was above the couch. I always sound like I'm making this up, but it's true. Above the couch, there was a big mural of her boyfriend on the wall. So I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> looking at it as I'm, I'm like, this is bizarre. And then at one point, it kind of like fell, and we had a help. that always sounds fake. Whenever that I say sounds that. fake, I know, it's right? real though. That always sounds fake, but I had to help her put it back up. Wow, the relationship crumbling literally in real time. Literally, like yeah, I know that was a weird night. Um, anyway, so but so fucking hot. I guess 
Settle it, down there, big fella. The fact that you guys aren't sure that I'm doing this ironically bum, <laughs> yeah. bums me out. <laughs> like you, you're like, all right, Brad, chill. <laughs> Sometimes I hide my true feelings with irony, though. <laughs> In plain sight. Nah, I feel like you just told the truth there at the end. Oh shit, dude! What else happened? <laughs> As your hands in your pocket, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, what was a she lot wearing? Of mo- a lot of movement over there, Brett. Yeah, Instead of what was she wearing, what was he wearing in the mural? <laughs> Actually, kind of, yeah. What was, it, was it was just, just his face. Yeah. It was just his face. Which is... I, for some reason, I always pictured it as like a portrait, like a half, like, like a waist a up like, <laughs> portrait of a proper painting or something of the guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rig, any cheat or cheated on? Um, Too young. Like when I was in like sixth grade. I was dating this girl, and I walked into homeroom, and she was, like, kissing another guy, but it was all, like... Did you fuck him up? Yeah, dude. And then I started dating him just to get back at her. <laughs> it was fucking brutal, bro. Broke her heart. I had an idea for a joke. I don't know if it's a funny idea, but it was just, like, if someone's into cuckolding... Yeah. And then they... have, But they haven't told their partner yet, and then they come home on their partner getting fucked by another man... Mm-hmm. I just feel like it would be a funny, like, a funny scene to be like, she's like, oh my God. And he's like, no, 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 this is great. This is actually exactly, this is perfect. <laughs> exactly what I need. This is exactly what I need. Yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. No, keep going. No, don't be rude. She's like, cool. I want to leave you. That's why I'm fucking this guy. He's, he's like, like oh, yeah, but yeah, oh, I love the dirty going. talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking yeah. She's like, no, I have papers. They were serving you in the office tomorrow. I love oh, this. This role yeah. plays the best. I'm almost there. <laughs> Get in there, Tyrone. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was one of my first bits. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was that's like, so funny. Christian, and like... Christian was like this comic who just started, and he had a lot of funny material, but it was mostly like really clean. And then he had this one just, just the worst, filthiest like, bit ever. ever. It was like the most disgusting but bit. But you said the name Tyrone for a black guy on stage? No, I don't think so. That was just my hack joke now. <laughs> what was yeah, the joke? Well, it was a whole thing about like. This I just couple. got back from the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. About yeah, that, that yeah. was a punchline. It was like it was like uh, it was about some cuckold. It was I heard it on Howard Stern. They played clips from this cuckold video, and I was just relaying it as if I'd watched it. And uh, they were talking. They were playing clips from it, but it was I was explaining what a cuckold porn was, and it's like this black guy coming home and fucking the, the white guy. Does it white have to be woman. racial? Like that? It doesn't have to be, but it usually is. Like, I hope we can live in a world where a white guy can cuckold a black guy. Well, yeah, I think like that, that can happen. Yeah, um, some to strive for, everyone. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's it's just a fucking hacky old bit. But it, it essentially, yeah. it was like the black guy is just like looking at the guy taunting him the whole time, just be like, "Damn, dude, you're letting me in your house, fuck your wife." <laughs> he's like, "Dude, I just came back from the gym." <laughs> like he's not even saying sexual stuff. Like it's gross. And then there was one, but he, the end of the porn, and this is how the porn really ended, was that. Uh, um, the black guy leaves and then it's just the husband and the wife and she's like oh didn't you like that baby you said you wanted me to fuck a black guy and this whole time you're thinking like he hates it because the husband's been miserable Girl. the whole time and he's like that's not what I said I wanted you to fuck a black guy that guy was light skinned <laughs> like oh. it was, it was oh. like he wasn't pissed that he was black he was pissed that he wasn't black enough oh my god <laughs> plot twist I know which I was you I, know um, those inter- those radio show fights between like husbands and wives mm-hmm. those are all fake I mean I haven't listened to enough to like I'm not like I'm saying I was tricked by them but um, I was listening to a radio station 
uh, and they had one. And I just remember because uh, uh, two comics I know do the. They do I that just as a, can I say some one thing about you? Yeah. You were I know this from interacting with you. Even if I didn't know anything about your backstory, I know you were raised by a father who listened to a lot of talk radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going. Uh, so I was listening to radio, and um, this this guy is like, okay, so um, this woman calls in the radio, and he's, she's like, I think my husband's cheating. And he's like, all right, we're going to get him on the phone. We're going to we're gonna trick him. We're going to say that he won a bouquet of flowers, and who does he want us to send the flowers to? Uh, and they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd call him and be like, hey, congratulations, James, you won. You get to send a dozen roses to your best, best girl. And he's like, who do you want to send them to? And he's like, ah, send it to Karen. And then the other goes like, who the fuck's Karen, John? Yeah. Like, that's all fake. Those are all fake. Yeah. Those are all fake. I know comedians, like Scott Sharp told me, like, he literally does those as jobs. He wakes up <laughs> in the morning and gets the script, and then that's, like, a job. Yeah. Um, well, because they can't legally put them on. Yeah. Way, so they have to fake those. I just think that's so funny to me. Mike Schrenderman used to do those. <laughs> yeah, my old yeah. roommate, Mike Schrenderman. Oh, my God. Creature of the Underworld. the best at that. And, yeah, he would do them. Creature of the Underworld. He'd be the work guy. He'd just be like... Yeah, I cheated on you. <laughs> he's Russian. Shvendi is, well, he's American, but he was born in Russia. I believe technically. No, he's born in Virginia, but his parents are Russian. Mm-hmm. And he knows Russian. I didn't realize how Russian his parents were until oh. I met them. <laughs> oh, you met them? Yeah. That's got to be weird. The eggs, the Russian breakfast is not good. Yeah. <laughs> We there's no joy in Russian culture at all. Doesn't seem <laughs> like it. There's zero joy. Yeah, unless you're blowing shit up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think is the only joy they get. But um I remember listening to him do one and he had to do a Russian accent and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And after he hung up the phone, he looked at me and he goes, I think they didn't know I couldn't do a Russian accent. <laughs> Can he speak Russian? Yes. That's why it's so weird. weird. He'll get answer a phone. And then uh, he can't just be like, hello, comrade. Hello. Yeah. Like, it's just weird that he knows actual Russian, yeah. but yeah. not like, hello, not American. English Russian. Yeah. yeah. Fake Russian weird. accent. Anyway. Anyway, guys, I think we're... We're, we'll call that a show. I think, I think the so. show ends the first time one of us says, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? Shit's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. So, yeah, uh, really but, fun. Um, uh, we'll be back next Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the days. Um, anyway. Good dismount. Yeah. Peace. Way to kill the momentum. It's yeah, all laughs. Yeah, it's I all just love. Ended, ended it on the laughs. It's all love. It's all love. Yeah. One love. Oh, dude, I saw. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.